Gordon, and um, I always ask people what their, uh, you know, what they do activity-wise, because activity is a very important part to me as Webby walks and pushing it out there for people to get more active. So, how do you um, complete your activity circle, Gordon? Yeah, I suppose you know, like I've been active since being asked. Um, my own kind of last group, my kids, and everything being, you know, pretty, um, pretty uh, wild and pretty uh, energetic and just natural. You know, nothing like like you were. So I've always played sports, and I've been, you know, been, I've been very privileged to be a professional athlete, and um, not. Um, but I still have that. I think that voice inside my head that is always going. You know, like doing something, get moving, something, just that 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 bit that goes into it. So. Um, I was thinking about this um, and how, I suppose how I would answer it and I suppose I build my kids into looking to my lifestyle. Um, I know that sounds, that might sound obvious, but my kids are active, so I try to embrace that and be as much, uh, do as much with them as they possibly can. Whether that is walks on the beach, hiking up the mountains as far as they go to one of themselves and you know, carry them and then the other one says, look, oh, carry me as well and I've carried both them back down there. And, that, and, that's, and that's very important to me um, because it's, you know, getting out, getting them used to being out and about and away from um, and more uh, visual distractions. Um, but also it's, it's quality time when you talk about walking with your dad and, um, you know, I know this will build into something more the more time I, I spend with it. Um, the next, I suppose, bit of a puzzle is my wife and I own a reformer gladys studio. Um, and um, I... Do this for two reasons. I'm getting older, um, and my body's moving. Um, I'll spend an awful lot of time sitting on a desk, um, and I hurt in ways that I didn't hurt um, ever playing rugby. So um, <clears throat> I find performer Pilates just phenomenal for um, just hips and back and posture and stuff that I never really had to worry about. I don't, I don't spend. I never used to spend eight hours sitting down. Um, and also the mindful aspect of it that, you know, again, I'm kind of new into the business world and the corporate world. I find that the 30 minutes or 45 minutes or hour of Pilates that I do is really good because you're just engaging that, you're shutting off the noise in your brain and concentrating being very much in the moment. Um, and then I thought the last two things I do is you mentioned I, I wrote a, I write a column. Um, and when I used to get, uh, I try to probably two, three days a week go for a long walk with the dog, and that's genuinely where I guess the best idea for for what I'm going to write about. Um, and um, last thing then is I have a have a bike on a roller inside passage, and I try to get on that between three and four, five, between three and five days a week, and just cycle. It's just so cathartic. It's just so valuable um for because it's just use the bike wherever you're going and eventually come out there and get the road when the weather's nice but the majority of the time with my life we're just trying to build i just trying to build um being active into it um and i feel like i don't do a lot but then when i talk about it i probably do uh, a fair bit but it always feels like not enough to me yes it's a it's an instant conundrum i'm the same i've spent my whole life being active and if I was to do exactly what you've just done, where I, I talk about what I do in a normal week's activity, it's very natural to us. It becomes very easy. It's um, 
it's something that you very much enjoy. It's a great thinking time. I, uh, you know, I've, I've analysed and and um, get through so many issues and problems in my own head. And uh, when I'm out walking or I'm on my mountain bike or I'm having a swim, you know, I, uh, I've got a, a perched over the top of a beautiful lake down here on the south coast of New South Wales, albeit it's just got ravaged horrendously in all the fires at New Year's Eve. But I'll get in the water there and, and um, much to my wife's <laughs> comments and I'm a very slow swimmer. Uh, she stands on the balcony and watches me swim in the lake and um, it's, it's, it's a very, just that time alone doing activity can be a great distraction from, the, from all of our pressures of life and um, I think <clears throat> one of the main aims of Webby Walks is if we it's can... Funny, it's funny, funny the way it's, it's funny as you're talking there whether just when you're doing work, one of the things that was something challenged me to do when I didn't take within a quarter hours to talk, it's also about taking blocks of time yes. to think. Yes. And in business and everything like that, we get so caught up in doing yes. that you don't actually ever think and say, why am I doing this? What is the reason? Is there a better way to do it? That's the value of thinking. Yes. Um, that, you know, we talk about these, you know, buzzwords of thought leadership and everything like that. But as a friend of mine who's a mentor, has been a really good influence on me right the way through my, uh, my, most of my adult life. I just went and kind of said, you know, an hour a day if you can. What can you, how, that's the most valuable hour you do when you're not answering emails, you're not on the phone, when you're actually thinking. Yes, yes. I, it's, you know, as I said before, if one of my missions or our missions with Webby Walks is just to get people to have 10% more activity than what they're normally doing in their life. And you look at our activity level and it's, people would probably go, oh, my God, you know, they're so over the top. But once you get involved in it, once, and I say to people in my podcasts or my walks, I don't know, I'm not sure if you've looked at many of my uh, Webby Walks videos where I talk about anything and everything unfortunately to to a lot of people but <clears throat> just to get up after dinner walk around the block and then come back again it's a start it's a simple start of activity that makes it easy and I say to people when you go to work you park your car one block away you know and then walk to work or you just before you have lunch Five minutes, just walk outside your office, just walk up and down the block and then come back and have your office. It's just a simple start in, in activity that you and I take for granted becomes second nature and you're going to pass on to your children as my father passed on to me. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's just a wonderful thing to do. And um, I look back at all the years of myself in business and uh, I was involved in the fitness industry for many, many years. And... Um, I'd spend hours and hours as we do as small business owners in in your office and uh, I look back on it now and, and say to myself, I wish I'd just, you know, two or three times a day just got up out of the desk, walked outside, smelt the air, thought about it and then come back in. You know, you can waste that five or six minutes in in an activity would, or conversation with... I would say that one it does take effort and that's the bit that I'm finding more and more as the months roll by that yeah. it takes much more effort to to do it yeah. and the value you know it's almost like that um, a great book the Tim's Paradox you know you have that two bits of your brain kind of going oh you know sit down watch TV or yeah. you know 
but it's, still, it's just building it into it and it's you know it's amazing that just with the with the way life is and there's so much attraction built into it to, to not get you to do those things but you just have to every now and then I just have to remind myself and step back from it to go and again it's like thinking space to go am I doing it am I happy am I you know just to check it when you check in mm, with yourself you yeah, know, a lot more checks. value of yeah. what you're doing yeah little life checks I must I must say and um, I've had a look at your Fabulous website for the form and um, your Pilates centres, you you and Anifa's um, business, and it looks and it just looks fantastic. I um, I've, I've been in the I was in the fitness industry for twenty five years, and I reckon I only did one or two Pilates classes, and they were mainly as a result of um, giving them a go in um, fitness conventions and so forth. And and um, I I remember at the time saying to myself. I must do this, and I think um, this conversation alone is going to get me into um, get out there and and mixing up my activity, and I'll go and do a couple of polite local Pilates classes when all this dies down. But it's a beautiful looking facility you have there, Gordon, and um, wonderful to have that uh, opportunity for you to be able to enjoy it. Albeit you're probably bugged by patrons when you walk in, you know. So being the the uh, one of the more yeah, the countries that lead athletes. It is nice and get, it's like having the get, getting into it. And I think people, you know, are, you know, it's not just somebody who's just trying to name to something. Like we're deeply embedded in when we run the conversation day to day. We do everything. If they don't want to do one fight, you could say. Could could only say the opposite. It's been I would I would probably only ever work with my wife. Um, with a good relationship in us, and she does. Everything, all our skill sets. Um, you know, I explained this to you before. All our skill sets um, don't have per- perfectly. I run the back end. She runs the front end. Yeah. And it's a uh, and it's a teacher-led studio. Um, and we let them do what they want to do, and we just provide a lovely experience. Um, so yeah, that is good. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, um, Gordon, the second question I ask p- people is. Um, Quite an interesting one, and I quite often I just I'm just having a, a mental image of a couple of the people I've asked a the question. They roll their eyes and they drop their shoulders and they go, "Oh!" And uh, that question is, um, Gordon, what's your relationship with food? Because food's a major part of of Webby Walks again. You know, and you know, I, people go to me, Webby. You know, you've always been active. You've got good genetics and you're skinny and all this sort of stuff and uh, they don't realise that, um, you know, 85% of your your lifestyle, your weight, your health is all about what you consume, not even about how much and the rest is about activity. So what's your relationship with uh, food, Gordon? Um, it is a ever-evolving up-and-down relationship. Um, it's good, <laughs> it's bad, it's indifferent. Um, it's everything and anything in between. Um, I'm not one of the people blessed with good genetics. Everything I eat has a direct impact on my body. Um, you know, again, younger, really uneducated, um, was detrimental to my early career. Eventually got went into a professional health I went into a dietitian. Yep. But remember, this would have been the late 90s, so it's not really uh, was something uh, that was easy uh, accessible for athletes. Um, and that was a huge, that was a you know, huge journey around food, and it's been ever-evolving now. And I suppose how my eat today is 
very different to what I played rugby, and I'm still trying to understand how I can control uh, food in an environment that I have very little control over. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to get the balance of priorities because it's a very, it's obviously something very important to me. It's not very important to my family. Yep. Um, so it's you know, I, I, at the doctor, uh, not every not every battle is uh, worth winning um, as long as I win the war. So you know, my kids won't be at an age where they need me to wipe their bum or tie their shoes. And thankfully, I'll be able to spend a little bit more time thinking about that. Yeah, I suppose side of things for me. Um, at the moment, a lot of it is around um, the science of food and how that's all evolving now, and very much on the intermittent fasting and the ketogenic diets and things like that. I'm yep. trying to figure out yep, yep. at least something in here that has been worked for me, um, and I just want to find out what that one is and uh, where 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 that fits into my lifestyle. Yeah, I. Um... I totally get you. I get you on it. I've my whole lifestyle, and and it and it came from my father. He was um, the one thing I always remember with our family. We always had a bowl of fruit in the middle of the kitchen table, and um, I never used to see that in in uh, other family homes. I I would see it on occasion, but my father's always eating fruit. Would always be peeling an apple, uh, peeling an orange, or or passing us a piece of fruit, and grabbing a banana and um, it, you know, the or even remember as a child the Sunday drive down the local fruit market, we'd pick up these big boxes of fruit and um, it's just been passed down. Education to your children is very important about that and um, I, uh, I'm, you know, our, our society of, of just comfort eating and, and um, you know, I, I quite often mention that sugar is the next tobacco and um, it's, it's, it's so addictive and uh, it's so hard to get your head around. And, this, and people go, oh, it's easy for you, Webby, and they, they, they don't realise it's not. It is such, an, such a pressure on us to consume all, so much processed food and uh, if you can just attack it with every time you, you purchase a piece of food or you go to grab that bit of ice cream or whatever, you, if you... If you still grab the ice cream, but you think about it and you and you make that mental um, decision, I think that's a start. I think oh, that's yeah, a I, start. I completely, I completely, I completely agree. There's also this thing. Every um, it's like every every purchase you make, you're already queued primed, delivered by the time you're so people think when they walk through a shop, oh, I'm just gonna. You've already made that decision. Yes. The advertising, everything that's happened into. Mm. Um, and the influence the environment that you live in and everything. So, you know, bowl of fruit on the table, little things like that. I was actually probably the other um, end of it. And again, my wife is a great uh, counsellor. I think every wife signs sign up to that. But if you come out of a professional rugby athlete's uh, an environment, and I, I knew sugar was very rarely a positive thing. Yes. Um, and even research now is saying that influenced by post training is not necessarily the, the right thing that you, you should have been you should should have been doing from a training perspective. Um but I was really kind of regimented with my kids at the start and it's like, well, no, they just they'll thank us for it when they're older, they thank us for it older. And it was kind of, you know, moderation in everything. You don't want them to be at the kids at the parties and not um 
and not able to enjoy a cake. Oh, of course, yes, yes, yes. Moderation, yeah. moderation. And I say, no, no, I'm not myself. But I, that, is, that is the right way to do it. Um, but moderation is the key. It is. I've, it's, it's one of my, I keep referring, I'm, I, um, I, moderation is such an important part of my life. I was only having a conversation with somebody yesterday talking about um, a couple of videos I'd done where I, I say to people, you know, I don't go hard at eating. I don't go hard at not eating. I don't go hard at exercise. I don't go hard at no exercise. It's, it's that moderation in it all. And Friday nights is my pizza and chip and beer night, Gordon. I've, I, you know, I'll get with a couple of mates and uh, we'll go for a walk or, or we'll just meet up socially. And um, you've you've got to still um, enjoy those things and not make it um, uh, be a boring fart where you where you just castigating everyone for what they put in their mouths and I don't want to be that person but that was a great image of yours talking about your kids going to a birthday party not being able to have the lollies or the drinks or the sweets gosh you know but they can they can still enjoy that and still know that it's just a sometimes food you know and and um, it's that it's you know just understanding that you can have it but what it's doing to you you know I I still if I get very cheeky on the very rare occasion if I'm I know we do it when I go jumping on horses down in Victoria. We'll grab a cigar. I never smoke, but to sit there and have a cigar with a bunch of blokes around a fire and some beers, it's just <laughs> it's something about it, you know. So you gotta yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta you well, gotta, you gotta balance, balance life, haven't you? Balance the life. Well, and I think one of the things that you know, and it's probably the again the optimist in me that saying you know, the more you can engage with your kids around food, the more they will understand it, the more they'll value cooking and that time yes. when TVs aren't on and you're, you're more in that. And that is obviously the very utopian way of thinking and life is very different to when I grew up as a kid and when you grew up as a kid where actually dinner preparation, the meal preparation for the evening time was the most important thing happening in the house. Um, and everybody pitched on you. Yes, potatoes, we did. You yep, did this, yep, you did yep. Everybody was involved. Yeah, that like social interaction happened there because the, the pace of life is so busy. Emails, man, always on constant contacts and everything. So if we get there, fantastic. But we'll always strive to be create that awareness with our kids and going. Listen, this is the food that goes into your spaghetti bolognese, or this is the food that goes into whatever we're having this evening, and you help cook it. And let's let's see how that goes. Yeah, fantastic. I can just see that. I can just see a young family, the kids charging around, and they love to help. You make a, you make an enjoyment and experience out of it. They'll have an experience with food. You know, it doesn't have to be a, it doesn't have to be a. Um, yeah, we have we have the best we have the best unhelpful helpers in our house. Oh, you. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, helpers. yeah, yeah, wonderful, uh, I'm just thinking those words, fantastic, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, no, it's it's quite a, um, it, it, I've often said for me, food is just a fuel, you know, I, I enjoy food and I I love the experience, I love more the social side of it with people, but it's it's a fuel for me as opposed to be something I reach for in, in anxiety, stress or anything. And, and um, 
you know, the addiction of processed food with most people is quite is so, so strong, so, so strong. So, Gordon, the um, third question that I pose to people, and um, I've loved your, your answer so far on, on our first two WebiWorks questions, but um, just right out of left field, something that you're, that Gordon Darcy is really passionate about. Yeah, so again, um, I don't really have a, a linear answer for this um, because you know, I'm 40 now, um, I've played professional rugby for 18 years. On top of that, I would have played, you know, for some, I would have played for another six years at school's level. Um, so really for, you know, 34 years of my life, um, I've been playing rugby. And that has been a passion. Um, and it's been bonding for my extended family and then my wife through it, kids, got to my daughter to she was three months old and she came to my very last game of rugby. Yes, um, I've seen that photo. I've seen that photo, yeah. It's been a passion. Yeah, it was just, you know, oh. it was an amazing, uh, amazing experience. Um, yeah, and that's been a passion for me and um, I think as an athlete I had a very, very linear view, a very, very narrow view on life. And I got a fairly panicky um, for about 12, about 15 months when I finished playing rugby that I didn't have my passion. Like, using the word passion, I'm using the direction. The word direction, I didn't have where my you know, North Star was, where I'm pointing towards, which makes me happier, makes me a better father, a better husband. Um, better brother, a better sister, a better friend, and a you know, better worker, all that kind of, I just didn't understand where I was meant to be going, or, and it was just a little bit confusing, and a little bit panicky, and um, I was like, oh my God, maybe i never find something again. And then, you know, I do what I would always do, which is stop, talk to people that I, I value their opinion, get some insights, form a view, look back at what's happened, see what's Anything I can learn from it and go, actually, there's a lot of things I can learn from it. I have to make a change in my life and careers and various things. And that's happened a number of times now over the last four years since I've finished playing rugby. And where I am today is I don't have that direction and I'm happy with it. And that's, I'm okay because I'm looking for it. I don't know what it is. And I'm educating myself and studying. I'm you know, uh, running a small business. I have other people with their businesses. I work in a, I work in a recruitment firm. Um, I'm a commercial and operations director, and I, I have lots of stuff that keep me busy. Um, I have a beautiful family, very supporting wife, and amazing kids. Life is very good, and I'm actually enjoying now the journey of trying to figure out where, where you're I next. will be in. 5, 10, 15, 15 years. So I'm kind of relaxed with not having a passion. I'm very, very much, you know, if you, had a, if you drew a cartoon of where it is, it's like going open for business and still looking. Ah, that's that's excellent. That's excellent. No, well, you know, Gordon, Gordon Darcy's life for, for the future is your passion and um, very, very uh, commendable. It's um, And it, it appears... You're not. Um, it's 
trying to trying to rediscover yourself after such amazing career is um, is not a daunting process to you. You, you. you appear to be grabbing it with both hands and just it sounds like you're enjoying the journey of, of finding out where your next passion is, Gordon, and that can, that can be all-encompassing and it can go on for the rest of your life, which is wonderful and you may not even notice it, but that passion for discovering keeps your blinkers wide, keeps you aware of, of things around you and also... Um, you you have a made you have a huge effect on people that you probably don't even realise you know with your enthusiasm for that passion and your your um, appreciation of what you have in life and and your children and your business and uh, the many arms of of uh, life that you have radiating from you yeah no that's absolutely fantastic it's interesting you touched on yeah, you you. Ready? Everything is a very, very different thing, and I do have the same identity issues that everybody has. Yeah. Um, when they finish playing professional sport, I still yeah. have that. Yeah. But I've learned from that experience, and that's why I am happy today because I've had, I've had issues, I've had problems, but I've learned from them each time. Yep. So when the next issue that comes up, I've got oh, I've got actually, I've got my experience from this thing. So in the same way, when I was a 20 year old and I, or 21 year old that played my first international I guess you know I guess um, slashed by, by the, the guy with 10 years experience yes I, I didn't know what the good way to look but that never happened to me again so I'm you know taking what like you know what life throws at you and you, you know the first one you're like oh my goodness uh, what's happening here I've never yep. I, this is so yep. strange and, yep. And, yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not secure in this and then you just kind of you know you get through it and then you go the next time like so the left hook with you, you're like, well, actually, I've got a bit of life experience, so I'm not as upset or I'm not as distracted as I was the last time. And then it becomes less and less, and then you just kind of, uh, you know, you shake it off. You go, okay, that avenue is closed, on to the next one. Yes. I I recently did a uh, buddy walks with um, uh, Sonia O'Sullivan, one of your national treasures from an Olympic field, track and field. And... Um, she she was saying the same thing about the anxiety of of life after professional being a professional athlete and um how you have to just analyze it and talk to people and and uh experience it and and she said it's been um, an amazing journey so so um it's it's obvious it's obvious it appears that uh You've still got some work ahead of you, which is fantastic. I'm um, I'm trying to make myself a little bit more famous. You've uh, I might have to come for you for advice on occasion, Gordon. So <laughs> with the webby walks, but uh, it um, I can't thank you enough for for giving us this 